0: now can you hear me now good okay so uh it's snowing in this part of the world and uh there's a lot of snow uh, on the ground and uh this part of uh, oklahoma where we are and i'm telling you there's no end in sight it seems like uh there's a lot of uh cloud seeding and and what have you possibly what's going on i don't know um uh, and like to say good evening to everybody here on the chat i see that you're saying that you can hear now thank god for that and also thank god for the um uh the sound and the internet and uh you know again just thank god for uh, being able to get on and like to say hello to everybody that's on tonight cody uh, jacobs and timothy ryan good faith farah Hello, And Sam Gilman, you say you hate snow. Yeah, I do too. And wish I were somewhere else. Yeah. In a part of the world where there was no snow and no masking and no mention of COVID or anything like that. Right. I wanted to talk about this um, because, you know, again, this is starting to become. A uh, norm for everyone in the um, in the in the uh, world, and especially in the Christian world. Um, I don't know. There are a lot of people who do smoke, and I've been looking into it, kind of fi- trying to figure it out whether or not this is uh, something that Christians should do. Obviously, uh, you know, I. I don't think that it's something that Christians should do, but I, I try to uh, maintain an open mind. Uh, there are a lot of people who are actually going through struggles. I believe some people are actually are trying to quit. Some people have quit. Fire, fire uh, Powell said you quit weeks ago. And then there are other people who are uh, still, you know, smoking. Everybody's on their different journey and uh you know we have to you know when it comes down to it we have to look at uh the christian life as a journey i think my son the other day we were talking and i was talking to him about it and as i was talking to him he was telling me that we really don't know the end of a person's life we don't really we can't really call it for that person whether or not that person is saved or not or whether or not they uh are willing to give up everything for the Lord. Yeah, and uh, yeah, F- Faith Pharaoh, we were talking about joints for jabs just a little while ago that they were trying to offer uh, weed to those people who would be willing to um, take the uh, COVID-19 jab. So, anyway, as we think about that, I I want to uh, discuss this thing here with you because I've been seeing this. um, I saw this the other day um, with that thing that we were talking about just the other day. And... um, Of course, you know, that has to do with Mike Tyson smoking the psychedelic drug. And then as he was given his experience, then he they play some sort of, like, crazy cartoon right in the middle. Explaining what the experience was like.
1: Listen You ever hear about the Toad?
2: They took some cash from
1: China, then smoke crack with a minor. And so we go in there, we, I smoke the pipe, we sit down on the floor on a mattress, smoke it, and it hits me boom, and I'm
0: gone.
1: I am gone. I don't know where, I'm in another dimension. I am going I have nobody, I have nothing, I just have my energy. You don't exist, but you do. I'm getting a thousand years of information within fifteen minutes. So yeah. you imagine how fast it's coming to me. Time has to be glorious, because life is glorious. So life can be glorious if death wasn't glorious. A thousand years is coming at you it's fast, everything. And um, I said, I'm dead. I fucked up.
0: Okay, so, uh, well, anyway um that was <clears throat> just the one of the drugs that Mike Tyson was using uh I do believe though he started out with uh marijuana of course you know most a lot of people do and they don't really go that far but is marijuana a gateway drug and are we in the middle Basically, are we in the middle of some sort of end time deception where people are beginning to be more and more into drugs, not just marijuana, but I guess, um, you know, drugs in general, but is marijuana part of the end time deception? You know, because it's a really good question because we're looking at, we're looking at, you know, um, a a, a epidemic of uh, just use, drug use, right? You know, so uh, let me see now. This um, went from here to just talking about how the church is mixing so much you know, people in the church are mixing up with uh, people in, in the world, supposedly church, you know, stars, I don't know, celebrities. And I saw this here with um, this heavy drug user, and he's talking about his faith and going from gangster to gospel to redemption. And let's just take a listen to what he's talking about here, though. It was live musicians and 90%
1: of those musicians played in the church. The boy that played on What's My Name, Snoop Doggy Dog, Pork his daddy was a minister, he came up out of the church. Pork Porkchop. Yes, sir. That's a good name for a musician. Yes, sir. Good name, I bet he was a dope oh, too. Oh boy, he was something special. So then, Snoop, then let me ask you this question then, with that type of history coming from church and, and the type of church influences that you were around, how old were you when you felt the Lord knocking on your heart? Like, how old were you? Man, probably when I was like nine years old, I used to go to church all the time and my mother used to catch the Holy Ghost and people used to always laugh and make fun and be like, your mama finna fall out again? And, you know, cause we didn't understand yeah. what catching yeah. the Holy Ghost was back Got then. So one particular Sunday, I caught the Holy Ghost, like not falling out and all that, yeah, but, but I but felt some kind but of- But you knew something man, happened. Man, I felt some kind of way and I was something like- Something happened. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. I need- Okay, so, you know, experience. Uh, anyway, he's going to talk about basically that um, his life as a um, as a Christian right and so you know or a redeemed Christian. Of course then there you can you can also find him talking about you know his experience with weed in many different places. You know, and, and I do know, uh, as if, well, let me just say this, as if your lifestyle should not go along with your, with your profession. That basically you can do different things in your life that don't match up with your profession or seemingly should be harmless to your profession. And that's something again. As we look at this whole thing, it makes you go, "Hmm." And so, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not asking the question because I, I certainly want to get in, involved in any of this. But I, I do wonder: Is the church starting to become more like the world, or are we bringing the world? to Christ it's a good question and you know again we we can call on the scripture the scripture says by grace are we saved through faith and not of works lest any man should boast and uh, you know you can find that right there in the book of Ephesians right Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, For by grace have you been saved through faith, and not of yourself it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And let's read on down. It does say something very significant. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, so we are, we are created for the purpose of doing good works. And I suppose is, is um, you know, drinking, smoking, the getting high experience, is that part of the good works? Or is that a hindrance to your Christian faith? And is it even something that is part of the end time deception that's going to keep you out of heaven altogether? And I know there's a lot of people on both sides of this whole issue. And um, so, uh, let me see. Uh, you saying Darnell Ruffin? You said the church is going to give out the vaccine shot. So yes, they're part of the world. And servant watcher, you say, hey, Amen. Let's see, uh, firefighter, firefighter pow people don't like hearing the truth and start talking about Christians being strict yeah well it does seem like we are in the end times and there is something in definitely to this end time period that is influencing more and more drug use that's the thing And, uh, yeah, Trevor, you're saying more and more Christians are living in the flesh. Basically, they're gluttons and addicted to sugar, and that's a big problem. You're right about that. So, yeah, I I, uh, I would agree uh, that all of that is true. I saw this, though. Um, they were talking about that even now that they're trying to... Um, give out cannabis shows the potential to help uh, people with corona or whatever <laughs> that's what they're saying I, I I can't give out any medical advice and this certainly is not I'm just reading it right so YouTube please do not get angry you can they never really can tell with YouTube what, what you're saying you know sometimes they come up say you can't say that <laughs> So, okay, this is only for entertainment purposes. So anyway, that's what they're talking about is potential to help or harm in uh, this case. Experts explain why. And uh, that people are, are starting to use it more, right? Uh, they talk about how it may reduce deadly lung inflammation. But I don't know. This is Forbes report. I, I don't want to get into any medical things at all because even when you're reading from a document, sometimes the people on uh, this platform get pretty upset. As matter of fact, that reminds me. Go over to BitChute and uh, be over there at my BitChute channel uh, and check me out there and then also don't forget to check me out on rumble i have a couple of things on rumble i couldn't put on this platform so there's some things on BitChute as well that i can't put on this platform so you might be beneficial to go over there and check and check me out over there and uh, also don't forget to you know help out when you can it's just been a blessing to have uh, supporters god bless Yeah, but anyway, as we are thinking about that, you can see that there is a move towards actually incorporating, you know, um, even drug use here when it comes down to cannabis. And if they are talking about this as part of the movement, I don't know if that's the direction we want to go, right anything that the mainstream media suggested could actually lead to uh, the opposite effect. Um, these people are trying to figure it out is marijuana sinful? And let's go over here and take a look at this one here. This this one here, I, I want you to see this one here. Here, this one here. Nope, it wasn't that one. I think it was this one. Oh, either way, I can't find it. Okay, there was an article that I wanted you to see. Specifically, they were talking about that there is a move in America that since people have actually been um, on lockdown, the uh, use of this, of um, marijuana has went up. So you know they, they kind of talk about it as a um, a way of helping people, you know, um, that more and more people have started using it uh, to, you know to help help them during this particular very, very difficult time that we're going through. And so uh, that's what they were talking about. And I wanted to kind of show you that article, that video. And uh, they were just saying that uh, more and more people as a result of this are, you know, seeing the benefit of, you know, while they're they're depressed. While they are depressed, they can actually use uh, this to calm their depression about being on lockdown. And the number of people that have actually turned to this drug has increased, that's what they were saying, to uh, marijuana while being depressed. But here, there's there's a lot of other things that are happening, too, that, um, you know, there there are things that are happening as a result of people more and more turning to marijuana. As an option to to uh, help them, you know, in the sit in this situation, right? But um, let's see. I'm trying to find that article that I really can't find that article. Doggone, I think it slipped right off here. But I did want to show it to you. But anyway, yeah, there's there's so many articles though that say that uh, even marijuana use impairs your driving skills even after the high is gone This here's a CNN article this is uh, this is strange to get this here from CNN in January 15 2020 I'm surprised to even see it
2: it's a rather complicated process so let's start off with what's familiar to you THC THC is the chemical in weed that gets you high You feel lightheaded, you feel giddy, sometimes relaxed. Marijuana, you can smoke it, you can eat it in an extract of food, you can inhale it with a vapor pen, or consume it in an oil form. It's especially good for little kids who are taking it as a medicine. No matter the method, THC goes through your bloodstream and into your brain and there the THC is going to latch onto these special receptors When they are stimulated, you release dopamine. It sends signals to various nerve cells all around your body and makes the user feel high Not all cannabis is going to get you stoned. That's because marijuana contains another chemical known as CBD That's cannabidiol marijuana plants that have low THC and high CBD can work really well as a medicine. They can treat things like epilepsy. It works because the CBD chemical can quiet excessive electrical and chemical activity in the brain. I know this three-year-old girl who went from having 300 seizures a week to two per month after her parents gave her cannabis with high levels of CBD. When it comes to marijuana there's some 500 different chemical compounds all these compounds work together it's something known as the entourage effect it's important because you can't just take a chemical out of marijuana and make a medicine you need the whole plant especially when it comes to using pot instead of pills
0: okay so that was uh, pretty interesting i think that was kind of balanced at least you know when it comes down to it, telling us uh, the medical benefits for it, um, and I imagine that there are a lot of people who do. Uh, I did have a person who was suffering from arthritis in the uh, church, and they started using the CBD. And and really, I don't think that there is really um, if you are using. Medicine, I think that's a lot different than just getting stoned. I don't know. Uh, I'm, you know, again, some people say uh, Rastafarians are Christians who uh, actually smoke weed and then they believe that um, they still are going to inherit the kingdom of God. Let's see here. Matthew Hall, you're saying the reason is not because it is harmful to humans, but because people smoke weed are less likely to get themselves uh, be controlled and ordered what to say and do and think. So it's probably good and not bad. Okay. Uh, and Faded, uh, you saying that uh, disciples drink wine, and I can tell you alcohol messes you up way more than marijuana. Also, alcohol is called spirits. Okay. Uh, Joanne, while you're saying it's a different gospel. And let's see. Uh, Trevor thinks true matters. Crampton Caps capsules is great for pain. Okay. Fusion density. You said people waiting for a vax think weed is bad. That is true. <laughs> How could you be waiting for the vaccine? And, uh, you know, basically, you you will take the vaccine, but then weed is bad, yeah. You say smoking weed uh, breaks the mind control over you. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people who are supposedly weed smokers, and, and you know, it doesn't seem to be any difference. They are wearing many, just as many masks. They do just as much as anyone else what really gets me is seeing the defiant black dude and you know for me that's I I don't know I know that there are a lot of defiant white guys but I can only relate to what I am and what I know and I'll see those guys out there and they're defiant even to the police but then they still have their mask on yelling in the face of the police calling him uh, pig or something like that and, and it's amazing how people can how silly people can get so I don't I don't see any difference in people who smoke weed and not smoke weed and them being submissive to this um, big this big sham. I don't I don't really see it. RVR you say you want to quit? Well, you know, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. You know, as I look at look at this, you know, I'm 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 kind of I'm looking at the scripture, and uh, I see that in the scripture that when Jesus says that He sets us free, then. That ought to be the final word on it. In other words, if, if Christ has set us free, then, you know, we're free indeed, right? And we're free from the bondage of the world. And it's a hard thing sometimes when you have certain addictions that you can't break from. Only the power of the Holy Spirit can give you freedom. But listen, wouldn't that just answer the question right there? That if if you if you feel like you need if your Holy Spirit if the if your conscience is telling you that this is something that you're doing that you ought to be free from, then it ought to let you know right there that it's not of God. And you know, again, I like I said, I'm poking around with this topic because. You know, there are a lot of people who actually do smoke weed and they are, they are believing that they are in the house of faith. I don't know whether or not they are because I can't say I'm not God. All I can do is point toward the scriptures and look at scriptures and see what scriptures say. And indeed, God knows your heart. If, If weed is medicine... 3D, 3D, then yes. But if weed is not medicine and we are part of the end time deception, if this is part of the end time deception, man, we uh, it behooves us to, you know, talk these things out and reason together so that we can, you know, all get ready for the return of Christ. Now, I just want you to know this Now, You know, I want you to think about this. Do you think that if you were high and Jesus were to come back, if you were high and Jesus were to come back, do you think that you'd go with Jesus at that time? Or just can you imagine dying high? You know, by grace are we saved through faith. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And, we, you know, we get that from Scripture, Ephesians chapter 2. But we were saved for a purpose. We were saved for good works. We were saved to to be able to to do good works for the Lord. And once a person receives Christ, there ought to be a a purpose that's a, a driving purpose behind your life in Christ that all you want to do is to get in the way of God. In other words, let God use you. And if you're high, I, guys, I just don't think that God can use you if you're high. So, servant, watch, you saying no. You don't think that that can happen. Rob, uh, Robert Andrew, no. Catherine J., no. Fusion density, no. You cannot, you don't believe that if you're high, you're going go to go straight in the heaven being high. I just I don't see it. Buck, you say I need to smoke some weed. <laughs> Guys, I you know, I got to I got to honestly tell you I don't know. I I have never smoked weed. Even when I was a kid, I just haven't done it. I'm sorry about it. I apologize that you know I'm talking from lack of experience, but at the same time, I am talking about it. And you know, again, I've uh, like guys. I'm not, you know, I'm not condemning people that do. I've got plenty of people in my family and what have you, and had plenty of friends in college. And you know, then you in—you can be in the car with friends. I, well, I, I can say this, I've been in cars with friends and they wanted to give me a contact high, right? And you know, back in my day, I'd ride with my friends and then they'd be smoking and they'd blow the smoke in my face and say, you gonna get high. But I really never really uh, wanted to do that, man, just not, it, it really it didn't fit me. Uh, that and drinking and what have you, I, you know, I've had lots of friends that did that, been a lot of wild parties, done a lot of, lot of bad things, a lot of sinful things, a lot of sinful things. But in terms of getting high and smoking and drinking, I've never really experienced that. So but this reason I'm talking about it, you know, because it is worth talking about. Is smoking weed part of the end time deception? Look, here's what I'm saying. It seems to me that right now, at this particular time in history, the government seems to be in the business. Of getting us more and more drugs. There's drugs in our water. There's drugs in our food. There's drugs. And you know. Even like when you drink your water. You have in it. These antidepressants and stuff like that. All of this stuff has been poured. They say it's poured down the toilet. But I don't think so. I think there's some kind of way we're being our minds are being manipulated Fluor- you know uh, fluoride we already know that's in the water that's big time but then on top of that there are articles that just say that you know that there is uh, drugs in our water So, you know, as we, you know, Rob, Andrew, we're all going to pray for you, you know, that what it, the Lord is going to take complete control over anything that is um, holding you back and every weight that so easily besets us as, you know, a sin in our life. We, we pray that you be released in Jesus' name. But let's, you know, uh, think about what, where we are now. They are, never before have I seen so much of a plethora of drug use than I'm seeing right now. It seems like right now drug use is like on the rise. And so I just kind of think that it's part of the end time in time deception because you know here we are in this last in this last day and now it's just people now even in the church even in the church people are starting to uh talk about weed usage in the church, and I was just looking at this one uh, article here. This guy, this pastor, and um, this lady were talking, and the pastor was talking about cryptocurrency and using cryptocurrency along with, you know, the this woman had opened up a uh, store, which is um, what do you call it? A uh, dispensary
3: doing this you might open up the floodgates again and with Gia's assistance uh, I was able. Uh,
4: and a really interesting conversation I'd say uh, that then later on led to uh, his outreach to me saying hey we're doing an event at the church in June would you be open to um, bringing this information you know to to our attendees
0: let me just come back
4: and we descended both at penn station we had no idea both of us were on the train and uh we live in the same neighborhood and decided to share an uber ride back to brooklyn and on the way back you know it was a casual catch-up i'd already known uh the the reverend and his family for quite some time so the natural question of what are you up to and i explained that i said oh i'm in the cannabis industry And it was a chance. I was a little bit nervous sharing that, uh, just based on the overall stigma. And his response surprised me because he said, I've been reading about that. And I thought, you have? That's fantastic. So that led to a conversation, uh, and a really interesting conversation, I'd say, uh, that then later on led to uh, his outreach to me, saying, hey, we're doing an event at the church in June would you be open to um, bringing this information, you know, to to our attendees?
3: And what I wanted to add this time was two issues. I wanted to add a conversation about cryptocurrency, and I wanted to add a conversation about cannabis.
4: This is some cutting-edge so, stuff for a church, I have to say.
3: Well, I, actually, uh, not for mine. I'm able to share them all the more because I've been there almost 30 years. Uh, so there's a level of uh, relational currency that I've put in the Congregational Bank over the years that allows me to draw down on these kind of experiences. Uh, those who were opposed were just members who uh, had memories of their 90s having grown up during the, uh, uh, the crack epidemic uh, and had people who stole from them, people who did all kinds of things. And they feared uh, that it was a gateway drug. Uh, and they thought that by doing this you might open up the floodgates again. And with Gia's assistance, Uh, I was able to give them the facts. And once people heard the facts, it didn't necessarily change the way they felt, but it did make them tolerant.
4: And Gia, you're the executive vice president of Women Grow. Maybe you can tell me why it's important, as we're on the cusp here of uh, legalizing marijuana um, in New York. It's already legal in nine states. It's a conversation we're having nationwide. Why is it important for women and communities of color to be involved in this discussion early? Well for several reasons. One, right now, the industry is being led by men, and and it's actually being led by white men. And what we've seen even in other industries is that it's the struggle of diversifying the industry, right? And so we have Women Grow, which which is an organization uh, that was created to connect, educate, empower, and inspire the next generation of cannabis leaders, which means is that we're not... Cultivating cannabis, we're actually cultivating leaders because we want to see more women and more people of color in the forefront. And, Reverend, a
3: similar.
0: Okay, so the Reverend is uh, on board 100%, and uh, he says this not a gateway drug. Uh, I think the topic here is holy smoke. A Brooklyn church embraces weed. And uh, you can see that they were talking about empowering women to be um, in the forefront, women grow, women grow in weed, and black women grow in weed, too. You know, that's another thing. (laughs) So so when it comes down to it... um, it seems like the church now is going to just go ahead and embrace weed. Smoking as part of uh, the life of uh, Christianity, you know. Yeah, I know, Mella, That when they talk about um, cancer and seizures and those kinds of things, we do understand there is a proper use for everything that God designed. My question, however, again, fits in the profile of this. Is there an expansion of the use and dependency of dr- on drugs, and, and is that dependency on drugs part of the end-time deception? And that's something to, you know, that's a real concern, Let me see if I can blow it up right here. I can stay over here with you guys. So is that part of the end time deception? Is weed usage? Are we, we, you know, I, I can see that, all right, let's say that we have Tylenol and people all of a sudden, it began to use Tylenol in ways that it's never meant to be used, and somehow they develop a way to actually get high on it. Are we doing something to our bodies, which is the temple of the Holy Ghost, that um, we shouldn't be doing? And, you know, again, some people are, are dependent upon we to bring them peace where our peace should be Christ. And if you are saved, is Christ not enough? You know, this is a question. Is Christ enough for you? You know, it's a good question to me, you know. Of course, like I said, I'm biased and I'm not trying to, you know, but again, as I, you know, as I talk about this, it, it is something to think about. Is smoking weed part of the end time deception? Here's another thing. Does weed open you up to spirits like spirits that are not supposed to be inside of you? You know, when you're high, is there a potential for you to uh, have spirits that do not belong in your body? This woman talks about Susan J. Demas. Let me move out the way. Susan J. Demas, the demon infestation of marijuana and antidepressants upon us. And she wrote this in 2011 talking about medical association protests at Grand Rapids. And she talks about how uh, people, you know, they want to lure a pot past me by me, it says uh, and she says she wasn't cool in high school and talks about uh people wanting to legalize drugs. <sighs> then she talks about the invitation of a, a um of um infestation into your spirit. Um, and she says, the use of mind authoring substances for recreational purposes puts a person at severe risk of demonic attack because what you're doing is rejecting the natural chemicals God already put into your body as insufficient to satisfy your physical and emotional calibres. Uh, Explains that's what she's saying. Now she says, I give him credit for essentially tying Easter. Well, well, I don't know what that is in a pretty bowl, but um, let's see here. She talks about this here. Let me see. I probably argue that all psychiatric drugs, you know, even if you are on prescription. That you're still in the spirit jeopardy, je- uh, still in spiritual jeopardy if you use those things. It is something to think about that, um, you know, that when people are out of the, in this, in this altered state of mind, and I imagine this pastor is getting high, you you can't think clearly. You, you're the, obviously this woman is after the financial gain of this whole thing. Uh, then you have pastors with no discernment anymore, and and you know seemingly that okay, it's it's okay if we get money from it. It's okay if people are feeling good. Whatever feels good, let's do it. You know, here's Snoop, and then he's talking to Kurt Franklin, and Kirk Franklin's talking to Snoop. And so somehow we're bridging the gap. We're, we're, the church is coming out of the darkness. We're coming into the world more and more. Seems like a, um, seems, it, it seems to me like we are messing, playing around with fire that's my this, this is my fault I, you know guys you can straighten me out i'm not perfect and i you know and i know that a lot of people are smoking weed out there but again as we, as i think about how this is coming all out at the same time while we're just taking the veil off of everything tv has become more lewd um, all of the things that we had held sacred no longer are sacred anymore you know just just about everything is becoming more and more worldly as opposed to us becoming more and more holy fusion dancing you want me to smoke a blunt <laughs> You say, "Vincent needs to calm down."
3: <laughs>
0: Let me see what he said, Trevor. Trevor, you said that uh, Vincent, you've never smoked, so you can't save or say what you cannot do when you think you're on the weed. You, you know, you don't know, right? I don't know. I, I, that's the reason I said it. I was honest with you. I, I want you to know I don't know. Yeah, definitely uh, Tylenol is very, very dangerous and much more dangerous than weed, I think. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I'm not an expert on weed. Uh, But, uh, you know, again, as I look at this whole thing, let's, let's look at what the Bible says. Let me move that out the way. Says be sober, just that word alone, being sober. You know, uh, to be sober means not to be inebriated, to be of sound mind. It says the reason you need to be sober is because your adversary the devil is like a roaring lion. He's pouncing around, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. That doesn't sound like God has just, you know, got you surrounded with angels all around you. And you're never going to get pounced on. It's saying that if you're not alert. Then there's a possibility while you're not being alert. That you could be trapped by the devil. The adversary. Your adversary the devil. Can sneak up on you. Guys, I think he can really sneak up on you any kind of way, but then, especially if you're distracted. Now, guys, I used to have magazines, and I've seen what's on the Internet, too. And I just don't think that that would, you know, filling my mind up with that kind of stuff pornography is of God. So there's another area, right? But just like I just like, you know, I had to give all that stuff up because it, it kept me from being sober and vigilant. There are other things that we have to give up as well. And you know, what is a life what is a life of Christ if it's not given up? Jesus said, "Take up your cross." And follow me. Can you imagine if the disciples were high just imagine that I want you to imagine Peter being high and Jesus coming by to ask Peter to come with him now I do know that again there are people there are drugs but I, I think drugs were in the category of witchcraft because it, it leads you into an altered state of consciousness. You're not sober. Same thing with sex. And guys, I, I pray for me because, you know, I don't want to be trapped. And, you know, a lot of times you start preaching this kind of thing, then there you go. The first thing you know old Vincent Rhodes got caught up in a scandal so pray for me I don't want to be caught up in a scandal I want to be saved I want to be sober I want to be vigilant I don't want the devil coming after me oh Heavenly Father I pray pray for myself Because listen, while I while I'm not tempted by drugs or alcohol, I I I can't be tempted by other stuff. (laughs) You can be tempted by money too. You know, and I like for instance that's you know that's one thing that kind of bothers me. You know, again when it comes down to you know funding this channel, I don't ever want to be no preacher where it just becomes all about trying to make some money it's not about that so there are a lot of things that will take you keep you from being sober sober or of sound mind sex money alcohol and then even drugs drug use Sober, Be vigilant because your adversary, you need to be vigilant and watchful because in these last days, Satan is trying to pull us away because he knows his time is short. And now we see all these, these dispensaries opening up everywhere. And as a result of that, that that's, that's part of the end times. Come on now, guys. You got to come on at least look up, look and see what's going on. California got defecation all over the streets because they're legalizing drugs. But you say, well, those are different drugs. I think they use everything to get high. Does long-term cannabis use stifle your motivation? They say that there's a chemical in that cannabis that as you smoke it, there's a dopamine that's released into your brain that causes you not to produce as high of a level of performance because you're so relaxed. You're not sober. You're not vigilant. It calms you down. That conflicts... Look, it conflicts with your Christian experience of being sober and vigilant if you're relaxed, over-relaxed. Now, I do know, again, there are people who have needs... But anything you can't get out of and you get into is a trap. Let's go to this one here. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 10. Let's go back a little bit. Know ye not that verse 5 verse uh, 9 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 y'all know what I'm about to read know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of god be not deceived boy boy be not deceived what does that mean not to be deceived who's being deceived jesus well let me see if you're on that list neither fornicators nor adulterers fornicators and adulterers Jesus said if you look at a woman and and you you desire her or if you look at a man and you desire him or if you look at both of them and you desire them (laughs) then you've done it in your heart nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards. Does that just mean alcohol? I want to smell some of y'all fingers because y'all fingers will tell me whether or not y'all hooked on that weed because if your fingers and your hands smell like weed, you hooked. (laughs) <laughs> no arri- rivalers and extortionist boys a lot of folks gonna be not inheriting the kingdom of God so if they don't inherit the kingdom of God where are they gonna go guys where are we gonna go where are they going to go if you don't inherit the kingdom of God if this is not tell me You say everybody should repent in sackcloth and ashes, huh? I don't know. Guys, these are some hard-hitting scriptures. You know, and, and uh, like I said, guys, I'm not condemning people on what they are doing here's what i want to do i just want you to think about the agenda of the evil one right now and what he's trying to get us to do and if every man has every man and woman has to have it in their heart if your conscience doesn't condemn you then you're not condemned It's what scripture says but let every man be settled in their own heart. You have to ask the Holy Spirit. You have to ask God. God, is this your desire? Is this a will for for is this your will for my life? Reading the scriptures though will also give you ground grounded information on what is permitted and what is not. So if your life in some kind of way is not in line with what the Lord is saying in his word then you need to pray about that thing pray about it nor thieves nor drunkards I don't think that that has anything to do with people drinking every now and then and I don't really even think it has anything to do with a person who uh smokes but I do think it has something to do with the person who is dependent upon it and I just don't see that people when they get that wrapped up in drinking and smoking I don't see how that would not become a hindrance to them so maybe I'm wrong and I'll admit that we're just talking anyway. That's all we're just talking. We're, in, we're all I'm doing is just talking, guys. I'm not. I'm. I'm just talking. <laughs> okay, calm down. Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards. Look, you could be. You could miss the kingdom for being a thief and for being covetous you know how many folks are covetous that's the secret sin of the heart let's look at this here Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 man we in Ephesians we we, we got Ephesians everywhere be not drunk with wine Wherein is excess? All right, there it goes. There's the word that qualifies what we're talking about. Is there an excess of... Oh, let me move this out of the way again. Is there an excess... of drug use... and of... lasciviousness and debauchery and sin is the world going in the direction you don't want to be going talk about that Super Bowl everybody watched the Super Bowl and saw a satanic ritual And all of those people watching that and we see that it was just an excess of sin. In our world right now we are living in the last days and is the last days taking a lot of people to hell. And is smoking weed, legalizing drugs part of that end time deception? And I think it is. I think I really think that people are being pulled into this thing. And if you're defending this, you got to ask yourself, why are you defending it? Fatal crashes involving marijuana increases after the legalization. This is what the study reveals. January 30th, 2020. Yet we're going straight forward into things that are leading to death. Demon infestation and and marijuana, antidepressants. look what it says here in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 wherefore in time past you walked according to the course of this world and according to the prince of the power of the air is part of the prince of the power of the air in you in other words are you smoking more weed because it's now legal And are you out there running running to the dispensary because now, okay, it's legal. And I'm part of this world. I'm part of what's going on. And you run into the dispensary. And you say you, you got all these good reasons for doing all of this. But in the meantime, Satan is like part of this whole thing that's happening all around us. Get your your shot. Get your shot here. Get your free shot. Get a shot. And then on top of that, now they're like increasing the amount of access you have to all sorts of drugs. It don't seem to me like Satan wants you to be vigilant and sober. He don't want you to be, you know, not drunk. He wants you to be involved in the excess of this world. He wants you to be part of the covetousness and the idolatry, the covetous, the drunkard, the right reviler, the extortionist he wants you to be all involved in this come on get involved but then um, Ephesians chapter 2 says in the past you walked according to the course of this world and according to the prince of the power of the air but you're not walking according to it now because that spirit is the same spirit that works in the children of disobedience Guys, we got to strap ourselves down to something, don't we? And Jesus still saying, take up your cross. then Jesus told his disciples anyone who will come after me let him deny himself oh my god Whew. wait a minute I'm sorry guys I done went to the wrong scripture now I, done, I done, I've, I've hurt some feelings y'all boy everybody in the left <laughs> be filled with the spirit praise the lord Anyway, it says, uh, what do you say, servant? Watching you saying, we are coming up on the dead deadline for the UFOs. Right. Yeah, if you're if you smoking, you're going to see some UFOs, too. Joanne Wheeler, you saying, read your Bible. Amen. All <laughs> yeah, right. The Bible says that even though they actually were punished by God in the book of Revelation they didn't even they would not give up their fornication their witchcraft and their adultery they they would not they wouldn't give it up how much would you give up for Jesus how much would you give up for Jesus <laughs> what well, you say, Bob Hiller? Saying you say it's hilarious. You got more uh, weed here, it's tonight, weed than anything I've ever seen. <laughs> Guys, I'm just saying. I'm all that we're doing. We're just talking. <laughs>
3: I'm
0: poking fun. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody gets saved tonight. <laughs> look what Jesus says though he says take up your cross he says if anyone come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross look let him do what deny himself yeah how about that let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me we got so many self centered Christians People are not willing to deny themselves anymore. For whoever will save his life will lose it, but whoever loses it for my sake will find it again. For what will it profit a man if he gain the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what what shall a man gain, give, in return for his soul? Is there something in your life that you need to clean up? Are you following the course of the world? <laughs> Look, all I'm doing is just poking fun. Uh, hallelujah, praise, yah, <laughs> Yahoo. And it says, where do people get the idea that uh, hallucination when smoke uh, herb? What are y'all smoking goodness? It says, uh, and the only thing I've ever saw off cannabis was the back of my eyelids.
3: yeah. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright, alright.
3: <laughs>
0: Praise the Lord. I you know, I the guy guys, i look, I don't know. But all I'm I'm looking at this out of the mind experience here.
1: Information within 15 minutes. Yeah. So you imagine how fast it's coming to me. Dying has to be glorious, because life is glorious. So life can be glorious if death wasn't glorious.
0: Wow, this guy was really tripping. Now that was the smoke in the toad. That's smoking the toad. And so again, smoking the toad may be different. But I um I just think about what us people experiencing when they're high? Are they experiencing the infilling of the Holy Spirit? Yeah, Tyson. That was Tyson. He was talking about um, he smoked the toad, and when he smoked the toad, it just took him into another world. Right? That's basically it. He said when he was smoking, he was he he got high.
1: I said, let me try this. Where is it at? He said, well, I have some with well, my. let me try it. He said, well, then after the show you can try it. So I'm listening. I said, I can't even tell me this is this is magical and this is. This is a God monocle and this and that. You ever hear about the toad? And so we go in there. We I smoke the pipe. We sit down on the floor, on a mattress, smoke it, and it hits me. Boom, and I'm
3: gone.
1: I am gone, I don't know where, I'm in another dimension. Gonna I am going I have no body, I have nothing, I just have my energy. You don't exist, but you do. I'm getting a thousand years of information within 15 minutes, yep. so you imagine how fast it's coming to me. Time has to be glorious, cause life is glorious. So life can be glorious if death wasn't glorious. And a thousand years, is coming at you, it's fast,
0: everything. All right, and then he goes to cussing. Uh, but anyway, the point is, is that uh, yeah, you know, that was his experience with smoking a toad. He was in a hallucinogenic drug. But uh, when uh, we smoke, I guess you want to say that you separate uh, weed smoking from that. But being high is just being high, isn't it? Just being high. And so, again, you open yourselves up for, what do you say, uh, an unclean spirit, Joanne? I agree. Unclean. Guys, you know, I I know that, again, there are people who are going out and you are getting your, your, you're getting your, weed from dispensaries and it's all legal and everything but again you guys you know we don't want to take this other thing and so what if they're spraying the weed with part of the what if the weed is part of the end time deception that they're spraying they're spraying the sky they're they're spraying our food they are trying to also uh nasa develop this micro dust right and the silent wars and secret weapons and what if they are even giving you when you go to the dispensary and you, you're getting your your fix and, you, and they're spraying stuff on top of it and it's part of the mind control that's going on overall I can say this it seems like right now I don't know why people are so under mind control I look around and I think I'm in the twilight zone when I walk out there and I see all these people under control with all these masks on and everything and when I see all of this I I wonder I wonder if if there's something that they've done to make us so submissive to just everything that's going on. You know, you're not really strong enough to to say no to what's going on around you and it's it's almost like you're so high and so out of your mind and so out of your body. You know what I'm saying? That you're so, It it seems like right now everybody is just gone. That's, I don't know. It just seems like it. Everything, even the stuff we're eating All of the stuff we're eating—it just seems like we're—we are putting things in our body that's sowing death. We're we're smoking things that's sowing death. We're drinking things that are sowing death. And I don't think that the enemy is really trying to help us. I don't I don't I don't see anything good coming from the world. The Bible says, "Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world." Because if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Yeah. Well, let me see. You saying, uh, BamBats, you saying that uh, plants don't have certain vitamins, right? I don't know whether they even took the vitamins out. yeah faith Pharaoh I believe we're on attack from all ends Satan is as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour I believe that we're under attack I believe not only we're under attack but I believe the church is definitely under attack look at this pastor here. he's just totally confused holy smoke Brooklyn church embraces weed And this lady here bringing weed to the church because she feels like this is a, a black empowerment, empowerment of the black church, and y'all call Vincent and Uncle Tom and a Sambo because I'm talking about it. <laughs> right we got to prepare ourselves as the bride of Christ we are the bride of Christ and it's time for us to get ready and prepare ourselves amen to that and you cannot be prepared if you're asleep or if your lamps are not trimmed we're in the last day it's time to go home it's time to get right and go home And to put away all things from us, put away every weight that so easily besets us, every weight of sin that so easily besets us. And if you do not want to give up that for Christ because you got an argument, then you have a stronghold. Let's look at that. The Bible says that we demolish arguments And every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. We take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. See, an argument is a stronghold, it is a high thing. if you got an argument and you want to justify your stance on something, you're not going to argue with me, you're going to argue with God. But the Bible tells us that uh, basically every argument and every pretension that sets itself up, every high thing, every high place, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, a high place is a place of worship. Every high place shall be brought low every hill the rough place shall be made smooth God wants us to prepare the way of the Lord and if you have a high place in your life a, a argument something that you don't want to put make captive that's contrary Well, it says, on the contrary, the divine power to demolish strongholds and to demolish arguments, strongholds is a high place. That's where the enemy sets himself up. He sets himself up in our mind and he creates a high place, a high place, because that's where the enemy used to attack from. He used to attack from the hill. And they worship their altars. They, they always put the altar on top of a high place because that's where the enemy would rest at. He would always go into a high place and set up in a, a, a place where he could create a fortress around himself. And so this fortress that he create around himself would be impenetrable But the word of God is designed to destroy high places. Demolishing not, see a high place is an argument. You have an argument against the word of God. You say, well, I don't believe that it's bad for me. I don't believe that I need to give that up in order to have Christ. you have a high place you have a a high high mindedness not humble spirit I don't know we have to we have to bring every thought that we have into captivity and obedience to Jesus Christ Guys that's what I'm just saying I want Jesus more than I want weed I want Jesus more than I want women I want Jesus more than I want money I want Jesus more than I want this world Love not the world Neither the things that are in the world I want Jesus more than I want food So anyway that's uh that's my thought about it, guys. I'm going to get off here. It's been 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 wonderful talking to you guys. I just want to I just want to be saved. <laughs> you want to be saved? If you want to be saved, tonight just ask the Lord Jesus, "Say, Father, forgive me for my sin. I repent of my sin, and I ask you, God, whatever is in my life that shouldn't be, Take it out so that I can be ready for you. Trim my lamp tonight so that it burns brightly for you and nobody else and nothing else stands in my way. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah, amen. Well, guys, I'm getting get out of here. It's been wonderful talking to you tonight. God bless you. God keep you. And uh, just... Pour his Holy Spirit out on you. Let's be ready. I want to meet you in the clouds. Till next time. Remember that Jesus is the light of the world and the truth. she set you free. God bless.